What can I say? What can I do? The world is mad. What can I say? What can I do? I'm just a man. Hi, this is Jay. And this is Jazz. And welcome to our podcast, Everything is Happening. Thanks for coming back and listening to the second episode. Um, whether you're here because you enjoy us or just because you want to give us some horrible feedback, either way, I'm glad to have you here. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening and downloading. We we went and checked our analytics on our host site, and uh, like 24 people have downloaded our first episode, which... Seems like a little, but also seems like a lot at the same time. I would also like to disclose that I am sick. I've been sick for like a week, so if I sound really stuffy, um, I'm sorry, and you'll just have to bear with that. Yeah, and I shaved my head, and that has nothing to do with my voice, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> I shaved your head, oh, actually? Yes. Yeah. So Either way, Jamie is bald now, so, yeah, cool. That's what you know on today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the year is pretty much over now, right? Yes. Yeah, it's thank currently, God. what's today? The 28th? Yes. Yeah, it's currently December Friday. 28th, Friday. And it's like 8, 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, um, and snowing. And snowing, that's right. It mm-hmm. is snowing. I was thinking that something that would be nice to talk about is the topic of learning when to let go since this year is pretty much over now. Oh, Elsa, okay. (laughs) I see. Anyways, Jamie's a huge frozen (laughs) fan. That is false. (laughs) Do not get me started. Anyways, well, actually, I didn't even think about talking about this to, in full disclosure, I had to Google it because I couldn't come up with any topics. But then I saw this one and I was like, ooh, I've had a really rough year in that regard. Um, So... This year has been, like, really, really long for me. Um, some weird stuff has happened, and I've had my fair share of, like, heartache this year from some people. And the common theme seems to be that I don't know when to let these people go. And so, yeah, I've had a really rough year in that regard because I just really, like, love and care about people Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that if I pour enough of my heart and soul into a person it'll be enough for them to stay and it usually never is and I've learned that lesson in the past but it doesn't seem to stick with me and so uh, the universe must have thought that I really needed to learn that lesson this year because it happened Mm -hmm. a few times and so it will stick with you now. Yeah, it will stick with me. I, I once read a quote that stuck with me for a while. Um, and it was really strong when I read it. I don't remember what situation I was in that when I read it, it had stuck with me. But the quote was, um, you cannot make a, a home out of a human. And at first I was like, oh, okay, that's cheesy. Or, you know, there's, there's things around that, you know, but... Um, if you break it down to bare bones, it's true that you cannot make a home out of a human, meaning that you cannot fully give yourself to someone in hopes that, you know, they can fully shelter you and love you and, you know, do everything for you, no matter how much you put into it. So you can build a house and, and a t- tornado can still knock it down. They can't, they can't protect you, you know, 
So, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's my metaphor for the episode. <laughs> well, technically, it's not yours. It's a quote. Well, that's the one I'm using. Okay. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So, well, how are you going to change um, for the new year with that? <laughs> Big question. I always... I like to think of myself as a very introspective person. I like to look within myself a lot and do a lot of self-reflecting. And I had a conversation with a friend once, and I was telling him how I have a hard time letting people close to me, which is a really common thing that people do. People are very, very guarded. Mm -hmm. And when I said that about myself, it was kind of like I gave myself an epiphany because up until that point, I had thought, that regardless of everything that I've been through involving other people and who I choose to trust, um, I still left myself super open and vulnerable. The thing with that is that is partially true, but I also have a select few of few people that I was open and vulnerable with, like basically the only people that I allowed myself to remain open and vulnerable with is you and Andy. And yes, that is being open and vulnerable, but it's also not being open and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so when I told him, my friend, that I have a hard time letting people in and trusting them and stuff, this was in the regard of romantic partners, but I think it's applicable to any type of relationship you could forge with someone. He just asked me, like, well, how would that be fair to your future partner? And I immediately was like, it's not fair, Mm -hmm. but, like, I also don't have a partner right now, so that's something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Well, after he said that, I really started to think about how I was going about things. And this year was a big transformation for me because I let a lot of people into my life and opened up to them in ways that I had never opened up to anyone before. Mm -hmm. And I got severely burned for it. So um, that was difficult Mm -hmm. to deal with. But going into next year, I think I'm not going to, like, take this pain and, like, hide it in a box and continue to open myself up to people. I'm going to leave this pain like where it is and and process it still because I'm still dealing with it. It's right. been a, a little while, but I'm still processing it. It's still it. recent. Yeah, it's still pretty recent. And by the way, like these heartbreaks were like pretty much back to back. So that was like getting slapped on both God. sides of the face. Anyways, I am going to try really hard next year to just leave myself vulnerable and open and at the same time have a different screening process mm-hmm. because the people that I'm associating with and being vulnerable for, for the sake of, like, showing myself up. Just being like, okay, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you are closed off. So just how about you not be? Mm -hmm. But then it's also okay to find a balance and know who you can close yourself off to and maybe ask for a little bit more for yourself. Mm -hmm. So It's always finding the balance that is really hard. Yeah, and it's very hard for me because I'm, I don't, say this about every single aspect of who I am as a person but I tend to be very black and white Mm -hmm. so in a lot of regards for me it's all or nothing so especially in the regards of my feelings because I don't (laughs) like to say I don't like to use astrological signs but I am a Virgo so I'm like really deep in my Mm -hmm. feelings like that is probably the biggest Virgo trait I have I'm like analytical and emotional at the same time Monica yeah I'm Monica (laughs) Geller basically yeah so that's where I'm trying to be at. I'm also trying not to cry right now. It's like really, <gasps> it's still like really fresh, but. 
It's getting in our feels now. It's been a really rough year in that regard, but it's also been a super good, productive year, and we've done a lot of good things. So people, I don't want to say fucked me over because people are people, and, and, you know, they've got their own set of Mm -hmm. feelings too so I think one of the biggest lessons to be learned from those experiences from at least an outside point of view from like a friend's point of view to you um, is that even though those people might have done you wrong in a way even if it's not purposeful um, is that when you got burned you didn't shut down because in the past um, not only you but people other people around are known to get burned and immediately shut down and like just shut off you know and instead of that you said well that's that's okay I'm gonna give it another chance and give it another go with someone else and even though that didn't turn out you still didn't shut off and and you know run away you still were just like I'm gonna deal with deal with it the most mature way I can and you know going into this year you're not gonna put yourself out there as much but you're still not going to become a hermit so yeah i think that's a good lesson that you that you learned maybe maybe thank so. you you're welcome i'm proud of you thank you yeah you i didn't i never really noticed i don't think i focused on the shutting down part mm -hmm. i'd be there was a lot of breaking down mm -hmm. like in my own personal head space i was like i can't do this because i'm i'm really tired of like feeling making people or i'm tired of people Mm -hmm. making me feel like I'm, like, too much to handle mm -hmm. or I am, like, this perfect person for them except for one or two things. And it's, like, you're great and all, but that's what mm -hmm. I, that's what seems to be what I've gotten every time I've tried. It's just, like, you're great and all, but. And it's, like, well, that's great. So Thanks I, for that. Thanks for that. Like, cool. Yeah. yeah. You're great and all, but then they also would continue to just take from me, mm -hmm. like take my emotional capacity for mm -hmm. them, my willingness to like give them things mm -hmm. that I would not give to other people, like take advantage of that. Like mm -hmm. I'm not enough for you, but you still continue to take from me. And, and, and that almost, almost broke me. I was almost mm -hmm. like, I have to give up because like I have had my like heart, I guess I could say broken twice mm -hmm. and like, Honestly, the second time with was worse, mm -hmm. but still, yeah, like that was really fucking hard. Yeah. Oh, well, and what's really, really disappointing and, and kind of hurtful about that is um, when they say, you know, you're really great, but A and B are, are eh, you know, they're not God, you know, they're not perfect. So they're really great, but so and so could also be worked on. And also, so, I am willing to look past those things. Exactly. Because that's what actual <laughs> true feelings are. Yes. You know. And that's where I can tell. It's just like a lot of people just are not in it for mm -hmm. me. And you know what? Like, what yeah. else can I say yeah. or do? Yeah. I, I, there's nothing I can do about mm -hmm. that. So I'm that in that regard, I'm trying to let go. But there's a lot of other aspects to this year that I'm trying to let go of, too. Mm -hmm. Just like emotional wise. You know, one and there's a lot of things that um, you have to make sure that like you can look past and let go. And like like you said, with the balance, things that maybe you shouldn't look past and not necessarily things that are are bad, but that are bad for you. Yeah, because um, at the beginning of the year in in my previous relationship, I was dating someone who 
was into drugs and they weren't they weren't hardcore drugs you know um they were drugs that i i've done you know and i do now not well, anyways uh, m- marijuana folks it's marijuana and i'm 21 and over um but he would smoke a lot more and he would want me to smoke more and i said well i'm not comfortable doing that and so um he he wouldn't like super pressure me but Anytime I was over, he's like, come on, smoke. And I'm like, no, I really don't want to. And he's like, come on, please. And I'm like, no, no. And um, so he, it would stop. Like, soon he wouldn't keep pressuring me. But after a while, it would be annoying because he would do it on his own to where he couldn't have conversations with me. You know, he'd be too high or, you know, he'd take naps, like high naps. And, and those can last for a long time. And it's like... We were a long distance, and I can't have a relationship if I can't talk to you. Yeah. You know? So well, even if you weren't long distance, yeah, like, you can't have a relationship with someone who you can't talk to. Exactly, and so that was bad for me. Some people can do it, and that's fine, but I can't look past that and let go. So that was bad for me. But um, in another regard, he was uh, addicted to other kinds of drugs. And he was clean of those. And I could look past that because that to me is, isn't is a bad thing. It's right. A, Everyone know. has a past. Exactly. So, I mean, that's a little bit different in, re- in regards to your situation. But there are things that you can look past mm-hmm. and other things that you kind of yeah. have to put a pin in it. You're exactly. like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna completely ignore this, mm-hmm. but I'm also not going to completely address it. Yeah. It might be a red flag. And when the flag gets a little bit higher and higher... That's when, you know, you have to decide maybe it's time to to let go for real. Yeah. It's really, I feel really bad for, for that situation for you because it, it was the start of the year mm-hmm. that it happened. And so, like, you started off this year pretty good at the beginning. And, and you were really happy, and I could tell that. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had a lot of positive things happening. We had got reacquainted with a friend, and, mm-hmm. and we were able to support her when she... Um, you know, had her baby and stuff like that. and It was a good year. It was a good year at the beginning. But mm-hmm. then something happened, um, you know, and, and you and, and previous boyfriend mm-hmm. fell apart. And I ended up in a very similar situation mm-hmm. to you with somebody mm-hmm. this year, just like that, exactly. where he just, like, disappeared. Where was he? Exactly. No. And so you think that I would have, like, been able to point it out. But it's just so easy to realize mm-hmm. that when it's happening to you, it's a lot different, and that's why it's important to listen to your friends when they say, girl, I'm not saying this because I only want to look at the bad things. But I'm saying this <laughs> because, like, I can see when it's happening to you, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you can miss in yeah. a person that you wouldn't miss if you were from an mm-hmm. outs- seeing it from an outside perspective. Yeah, your your love can blind you from a lot of things oh that my God. are not okay. And it's so subtle. It's it so is. subtle. You don't even realize it's happening, and then someone points out something to you, and you're, l- and you're like, oh I've never God. seen it that way. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, I'm, and then I'm like, well, is he doing this and saying this and doing that? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, well, yikes, first of all. <laughs> yeah. You literally given me epiphanies in that relationship and I'm just like, what happened? Now, first off, I want to say Tinder. <laughs> uh, what's the I want my money back. I never spent any money, but also, emotional money. I want my emotional yeah. money back. What the hell? 
Yeah. Because I, I met him on Tinder and I thought, wow, that's funny. I had a, a past friend who met her husband on Tinder and I was like, sit tinder sometimes works you know sometimes it does work you know that's great yeah, and but then they didn't work and also we didn't work so tinder you suck and what's really funny is he paid remember he paid for premium <laughs> tinder features okay for a man who wasn't let's ready <laughs> for a relationship let's not get gossipy about i'm just it. saying yeah I mean, there's still some sore spots in that because there was a lot of things that um, neither of us yeah. will get closure on. Yeah. And and because we are adults now, and this is not a woman thing, okay? No. This is not a woman thing. There is not a person on the planet who would not do better with some closure in some mm -hmm. painful situations that happened to them in their past. And sometimes the ugly truth is, is you just don't get closure. And mm -hmm. years from now, you can think about this situation and it'll still fucking yep. sting. So... I mean, yeah. I mean, I still wish him the best. I'm of course. I'm just, just like you, fuck, <laughs> you big I dumb fuck. So, so I think we all can agree. I gotta let it go. It's time to just try and start letting some yeah. things go. And with that being said, I guess we could talk about some positive things that have yeah. happened this year. So, like, let's see what are some positive things. Um, I started school. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh. I started taking antidepressants. Yeah. Um, oh, I've lost like. 15 pounds mm -hmm. um what else i don't know honestly like this year was kind of a blur for me yeah this this year was up and down what's yeah. really funny though is is i started the year with a shitty relationship and i'm ending the year in a good relationship and both of the relationships of the boyfriends have the same name so that's interesting for me. So um, about letting things go. I'm apparently, <laughs> Andrews uh, is not one of the things you can let go I of. I just collect them, I suppose. Yeah, Andrew Collector. Yeah. Well, see, for me, um, I started the year with nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm ending the year with nothing in the regard of oh, romance. Right. Yeah. And honestly... That that's always been the least important part of relationships to me. I've always found a lot of significance in my platonic friendships, which is why all of my friends are like ten years friendships mm -hmm. or longer because I fucking love my friends. Which is really cool that this year we get to end it with. Um, we ended last year, kind of. Yeah, last year with Crystal. We did. We spent yeah. New Year's with Crystal, yeah. and we're not gonna spend New Year's with Crystal, but. I'm pretty sure we're going to see her New Year's mm -hmm. Day. And we're spending New Year's with Rosalie. Yeah, which is really cool. <coughs> so oh. friends are amazing. And I love and them. <laughs> some things we need to let go of and some things we need to hang on to. Yeah. And I think that there have been some highlights to this year. True. There have been some painful things. And if I focus yeah. on that, I'm going to deem this year a mm -hmm. shitty year. And it wasn't yeah. necessarily a shitty year. In the regards of everything happening around mm -hmm. us that are out of our control, it's been a shitty year. Yeah. But in my personal life... I don't remember half of it because <laughs> depression be like that sometimes. Yeah. Don't start therapy and then stop going because you get too busy. Yeah. Like when I started therapy, that was some good shit, man. That was great. Shout out to Brad. Love you, Brad. Can't <laughs> wait to see you and Max again. <laughs> Promise I'll be back in 2019. Okay. Let's talk about Netflix. Okay. Okay. You want to talk about Netflix. Ooh. 
Oh, you want to talk <gasps> about mothers. Look, I got to start off this conversation with Bird Box, okay? Okay. It's okay. Okay. Look. The only thing that I love so much about it is my homegirl, Sarah Paulson. I knew you were going to say that. That's my wife. And also, <laughs> shit, I just forgot her name. But Sandra Bola. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, those two are amazing. Now, yes. what makes me really mad is that they say, oh my God, it's an amazing cast, right? Which is true. It's true. That's fine. And you've watched it, right? Yes, I have. Okay, so it's you literally know. just like the happening. Exactly. So, so well, first off, the cast. The cast is great. I love B.D. Wong. He's amazing. Sarah Paul. He was in that. He was in He it. was gay in that he one. Oh, wait, shit, husband. shit. Spoiler alert. Oh, Spoiler alert. If you Sorry. haven't watched Bird Box, um, skip through this part of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Love, love him. Love him. Um, so he was in it. And then, you know, Sarah Paulson is in it. And <gasps> you got um, people who like MGK, not me, but other people. <laughs> um, you know, my brother and I watched Bird Box together mm-hmm. a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I heard MGK is in this one. I immediately rolled my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of white rappers. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone says Eminem, I could roll my eyes so hard they might fall out of my head. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> but the point of that is, is Jonathan's like, uh, my brother, my mm-hmm. brother's name is Jonathan. He was like, it's so weird. You know when, when MGK and that girl leave, you never see them again for mm-hmm. the rest of the movie. Yeah, my and mom no, said that. And no one talks about that. Yeah. It's like they just disappeared and they never came back. Did they die? Yeah. Who knows? They weren't at the at the school, mm-hmm. the blind school, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, who fucking knows what happened? My mom and Troy said the same thing. And I w- Where'd they go? They were like, what happened? And I was like, they stole the car. And they're like, so are they dead? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they went back to the store. Maybe they died. No one knows. No one but, knows. But... Everyone in that great, awesome cast that you have. I, was I knew it. We're talking about Bird Box. Wait, what was that? Stupid. stupid. Reviews are in. My mom says Bird Box is stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> just in. Earl says, you're a, a dick. dick. <laughs> Shut down. Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled program. <sighs> Anyways, so all of that amazing cast that you see is only in the first half of the movie. Yeah. So that's awesome that there's this cool, diverse cast. But guess what? It's all cut off. Yeah, they all die. Yeah. Spoiler alert. All of yeah. them. And then it's all an all-white cast, right? My brother said that last night because mm-hmm. the first one, the guy who worked at the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he sacrificed himself mm-hmm. to save the rest of the group. Yeah. And Jonathan was like, why do they always kill the black guys? Off? Yeah. And then Jim, who, by the way, I looked him up, and the actor is... He's so fine. Mm-hmm. He's only 28, so, like, hit me up. Yeah. Know? I was like, he's, like, in his 20s. I'm oh. in my 20s. Love him. Anyways, when he died, my brother was like, they seriously just kill off all the black guys. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it really be like that. And they killed B.D. Wong, who's a, another, he's an Asian. Oh, my God. So uh, oh And he's God. gay. It's so annoying. Let's kill the minorities. Kill them all. Kill them all. I hate them. It's just, it's almost like minorities are only in the movies just to get a little bit of mm-hmm. face value. It's like, oh, well, you know what's our movie's inclusive. We have three minorities. What's even more annoying is that the minorities die while MGK and that girl just get to go. Yeah. So what's up with that? Well, I mean, first of all, MGK's not really a good actor. No, and also... So you could have killed him off. Easily. Easily. And also, the woman, why did you make this cool... Um, police academy cop lady 
have sex with a criminal. Not to mention, ain't nobody trying to have sex with some scrawny ass white boy. You, I'm just You saying. know the only person who's been with him is Halsey, okay? <laughs> Let's get on with it. Anyways, Ew, that's her so, type. Yeah. And anyways, the second part, the the next thing I have to say about that is that why would you kill off the character, the only character that knows what the fuck is going on? Okay, the the grocery store character. Mm-hmm. Um yes. The one he was writing a story, right? Oh god, he was so yeah. freaking cool. And the, he was writing the story about the entities. You know who he reminds me of? His character, Cedric the Entertainer? No, no. Okay. His character reminds me of the really cool guy with the mullet from The Walking Dead, who seemed to be this um like unredeemable character, not in the regards that he did anything super bad, but he was just like really forgettable. And then towards the end, Eugene, he, he made bullets. Yes. He was making bullets. Eugene. See, at first he wasn't yep. that important. Yep. But as it went along, people started to see that he's actually a very important character in the show, yep. which is just like the grocery store guy That's whose true. name I'm, I can't remember, which is ironic, and I'm very sorry. Me but too. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, but it, it made what me... What he reminds me of. It's true. It made me really mad because his story was literally, like the, the story he was writing was literally like what was happening. And so you should have kept him on because... Throughout the whole movie, you still don't really know what's happening. Like, you don't... Nope, they don't give you any answers. No, I mean, the only way that you figure out what's happening is through his his short little, I'm writing a book about such and such, and I have these books at home, and it's, I'm self-taught, and what I think is happening is, is other deities and entities from um, other world, worldly powers and stuff are coming to this earth and attacking us. And other than that, you don't know what's going on. Nope. And they don't so, give you any clues. Yeah. So all you know is that there's like these fake disguised demons in the wind. And you're like, what the fuck? At least in the happening, Spook- they tell you, you what's knew. going on. Yeah. You know, they give you a backstory. The happening has a lot more depth. Yeah. The cast isn't as good as the Bird Box movie is. Mm-hmm. But it's better. It's better. It's better executed. Yeah. So with that being said. Bird Box is actually not that terrible of a movie. I I'm wouldn't I, watch it yeah. again on my own accord. Yeah. If someone wanted to watch it with me, I would say yes. yes. But otherwise, I would be like, mm, not going to really do that on my own. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't in movie theaters, though, because I also wouldn't have paid for that. Oh, no. There's be- no way. No. Because I would have been really mad to go see that movie and then find out it was, like, almost exactly like the happening. It really, really yeah. was. Really? With the exception that... Um, one thing that I really did like was in the end how her doctor was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw her doctor, who, by the way, that the doctor in mm-hmm. that movie, mm-hmm. she plays doctors a lot because she oh. used to play a doctor in ER oh. when she was younger, and I I recognized her immediately from her. She's like really like really cute, memorable mm-hmm. face, and her accent is really soft. Anyways, um, I really liked the ending. I thought that ending was really nice when she like touched the sign with the braille on it mm-hmm. and then the light shined on it and it said that it was a, a blind school. I was mm-hmm. like, that's, that's yeah. really sweet. The ending was like the best part. I agree with so. you. So if anything redeemed it, it was the movie at the end the when ending. she finally named him and stopped calling yeah. him girl and boy. The only thing, which I, I ended up liking the name for the girl, but the other name I would have chosen was Cinderella or Ella. Because she really wanted that to be her daughter's yeah. name. Yeah, that would have been what I would have chosen. Yeah. But 
but naming him what was it what's his name tom, tom. Yeah, tom. naming him tom and olivia yeah, yeah. that's good so. yeah anyways that's our whole spiel on one fucking movie one fucking movie <sighs> Ooh, there is a movie that I would like to talk about, uh-huh. which is Sierra Burgess is a Loser. Oh, yeah. So I watched, um, I really like Shannon Purser. Mm-hmm. I know that you know that I'm in love with her. Mm-hmm. And like ever since I saw her in Stranger Things, which by the way, rest in peace, Barb. <sighs> they didn't rest do her justice. That's so sad. Justice for Barb. Justice for Barb. <laughs> but um, I really, really like her mm-hmm. in... Um, Sierra Burgess is a loser, but I still think that the shining star is Noah Centineo in that movie. Hell yeah. Not not because he's like this guy who's like all of a sudden, oh, um, I'm the guy who likes the fat girl. Mm-hmm. I deserve the love and the attention and the sex. You know, like some yeah. guys are like, I'm not a jerk. I love fat girls. It's like, congratulations for you. Do you want a fucking cookie? <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just really liked how in the end how they they ended up going to the dance together yeah and, that was and he was like you are exactly my type and i was like oh, oh girl the the thing though is i have a lot to say about sierra mm-hmm. the character mm-hmm. who it's mainly it is mainly about her and how like she's just this really cool badass girl and I she kind her. of takes advantage of her best friend she just kind of like um doesn't super acknowledge his existence or his importance in her life. Yes. But she's also incredibly selfish. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as she started becoming friends with the popular cheerleader, mm-hmm. what's her name? Do you remember her name? No, but no. I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, yes, because she's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, because the cheerleader girl mm-hmm. was very, very snobby. She's a very snobby girl. And even when she s- even became friends mm-hmm. with with um, Sierra, she still s- treated Sierra poorly. Mm-hmm. And towards the end... It's like this whole time, it tries to make Sierra out to be the victim. And in a lot of ways, she is in the way that she gets treated and disregarded and things like that. Mm-hmm. But she also made um, Noah Centineo's character victim. Was his name Jamie in this one? No. No, What? what's his name? I don't remember, but I know it wasn't my name. I, f- I want to say his name was Jamie. Maybe it was. But, um, I agree that... that they made her seem like the biggest victim, while all three of the main characters were victims. Her and Noah's character, and the, and ah, okay, it is it is Jamie. That makes sense then. And uh, and the cheerleader as well, because it shows Veronica. Veronica, it shows um her her, her family life is yeah. really bad. Yeah. And twin yeah. sisters who are big brats, mm-hmm. and a mom who basically just shames her and everything that she eats. You know, basically, it's stuck in it's stuck in the past because yes, her living her life issues. vicariously through her child, which yeah. is such a common trope to see. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that is, you never see it played by mothers and daughters. You always pl- see it played by fathers and sons, mm-hmm. like the whole Disney stereotypical. Channel. Like, you want this is your dream? No, Dad, this is your dream. What? Where does that come from? <laughs> but it's like in this regard, it was with a mother and a daughter duo which is refreshing to see because i honestly believe that it happens an equal amount Mm -hmm. in father son um, mother daughter dynamics both Mm -hmm. but with that being said how sierra acted towards the end was really really shitty and i do think 
the most inappropriate thing she did was kiss Jamie without his consent. Mm-hmm. Even though he thought he was kissing someone, he thought he was kissing Veronica. Yeah, that wasn't okay. No, that there's no way you can justify that. No. And both both Sierra and Veronica were wrong because Veronica let it happen. Mm-hmm. Even though the, the place in her heart was right. Good intentions, yes, bad actions. Yes, but bad actions. There is so. no excuse for kissing someone without without their per- yeah. permission. It, unless you absolutely can read the signs. And there were no signs. It wasn't like, hey... Jamie wasn't like, hey, Sierra, I know you're hiding under the car right <laughs> yeah. now, so why don't you just come on out and kiss me? He literally had no clue. He literally had no clue who he was so. kissing. So, yeah, that was a bit of a yikes. In yeah. regards to the two movies that Noah Centineo is in, the one that was better written, in my opinion, was um, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I love that That movie, movie was incredibly, incredibly good, mm-hmm. because in both... He plays a similar character. It's and, true. And neither, in neither movie does he play the jerk jock. You know, what's really funny is he's almost typecasted as well. Because true. Well, I watched I watched another movie on Netflix called... Oh, the Surf um, One. Yeah, SPF 18. Yeah. And it has uh, Keanu Reeves in it. Briefly. Which Briefly. is so funny. That's like the most <laughs> random celebrity. I love it so much. But... Um, it's so amazing. You all should watch it if you have it. It's it's not like super good. Not as good as like to all the, all the boys I loved before or no. Sarah Burgess, but it's no. it's a real cute movie. It's cute in its own regard yeah. for sure. It it kind of reminds me of a modern 80s movie type type of like yeah, breakfast club. Yeah, it does kind it does kind, kind of, of feel like that. It feels like there's a lot missing, but there's mm-hmm. also this charming quality to it. Yeah, and it's so cute and he plays the same kind of nice guy who listens and like He's very um, intuitive, you know, mm-hmm. and he's so sweet. No matter what happens, he's so sweet. Well, that's just because Noah, Cent- Noah Centineo as a person is yes. very, very sweet. And they know, they know how yeah. how to make sure that he plays roles that are true to him. And he was really popular this year because mm-hmm. of To All the Boys I Loved Before, but I'm yeah. pretty sure the SPF 18 movie came out before oh, that, yeah. which was funny, but also like his big popular thing was the fosters but no everyone liked to disregard that because he wasn't very good in that he didn't really he didn't really have uh like a he didn't have creative control no he didn't have a leg to stand on with that because that character had already been built Mm -hmm. and perceived by the mass public who Mm -hmm. watched um the fosters faithfully for him to come in and try and fill the role of jake t austin is impossible i mean jake austin is a douche Oh, I liked him. But no, his character wasn't a douche. Oh, okay. Jake T. Austin is a douche. Oh, I don't follow him in in real life, but I loved his character, and I loved yeah, I loved his Jesus, acting. Jesus was a really beautiful character. Yes. There's no way you could replace him with another person. That's just not possible. Well, I feel really bad for for Noah because Noah is actually a, an exceptional actor. Yes. Well, Very what cute. what made me upset the most with the transition from Jake T. Austin to Noah is that the physical look. Like their excuse for um, Jake T. Austin's um, Jake T. Austin to Noah is that you know he went away in the series he went away to wrestling camp, and the reason he looks different is because he was training that whole time the whole time at summer. So it didn't have anything to do with the car accident. No. Okay, I couldn't because, remember because he I believe the car accident was before before wrestling camp. It was either yeah. before no it was it was after. Was after it was after because um Noah was Noah played the car accident. Oh okay in, in okay. the bed. I oh remember okay. That 
So um, the car accident was completely after the transition between the two actors. And what made me so mad is that there's so many actors, like new young actors, um, that they should have, in my opinion, gotten an, an actor that looked similar to Jesus because everything about them was completely different. They're, yeah. You know, there was... Their demeanor. Yeah. It's kind of like... Not like to mention that Noah Centineo is a bit taller. Yeah. And like... Their skin color is different. Their eye color, I believe, Jake is different. Austin. Yeah, no, completely different. Like, like, their hair texture and color is different. Come on now. Come on so now. It just... It, that itself was really hard to deal with because the demeanor is, is very difficult to get used to, you know, with a new actor. But that you can get over. But... When you can't place the personality with the um, physical body of someone with switching actors, it's really hard. It's kind of like being dissociated, you know. And so, like, I didn't, I didn't like, not that I didn't like Noah, but I did not like Noah as Jesus for a long time. I knew of, of Noah in Fosters, but I did not like him in it because... I stopped you know? watching after that. Yeah. Not because I, w- I was boycotting the show or anything like that, but it's just... Whole Callie and Brandon business really <sighs> fucking burnt me. I was like, you guys are literally the stupidest pair of teenagers I have ever just ever seen. Like, ever. do something or don't. Do something or don't. Let it the fuck go because like I can't just I can't with you. So Whiplash I, Central. I literally just I just got so overwhelmed with the show and so annoyed with the show that I was like, you know what? Well, now they're making a spinoff. Are they really? Yeah, with Callie and what's the other twin's name? Uh, Mariana. Mariana. So uh, Callie and Mariana are going to the same university. And so it's going to be about them and the university they go to. Oh. So I think it's an all, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's an all-female tech school. Interesting. Engineering school, or at least it focuses on their sorority or group or whatever so i might watch that yeah that that one sounds cool there's no branding and no no whiplash of boyfriends and girlfriends and blah, 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 blah. you know <laughs> uh to kind of change topics but still back to like netflix shows um i was really really hoping for a season three of stranger things this yeah, year which yeah. we didn't get and like when it came to october and then october was oh. brought over I knew that it wasn't going to come this year because it usually comes around the end of October, mm-hmm. like around Halloween. Yeah. And I was like really looking forward to it because they started teasing it a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, it's coming. It's coming. This year went by really fast for it this time. Mm-hmm. Like before it, it felt like I had to wait forever. Guess what? It's not going to be here till next year. That's so sad. Guess what? You're going to wait forever. I really wanted to see I my know, boyfriend. God, so Joe, sad. I miss you. Joe, I, I miss gotta say, you. I got to say... I know he's the bad guy, but I like Billy. You don't like Billy. You like Dacre Montgomery. You're damn right. But I would also, mm, as Billy, you mm-hmm. know. No, I don't. But mm-hmm. oh, I mean, if if Dacre came in my room, I would love him as Dacre or Billy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I the mullet is fine with me. I usually don't like mullets. I mean, if Joe Dirt were here, I would say get out. <laughs> but but if it were Billy, well, uh, Jamie, come on now. Are you seriously comparing David Spade to Dacre Montgomery right now? They both have mullets. <laughs> <laughs> Except some people find David Spade sexy. Okay, you know what? Maybe in his time, but maybe like, in his time, go away. <laughs> you know, 
Baker's hot. I love him so. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, Eleven and God, what's Sadie's character's name? Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Eleven and yes. <laughs> <laughs> interacting because like mm-hmm. last time when you saw them she introduced herself to 11 and 11 just cr- I was really like, mad at 11 I wasn't so much mad I was Not just like yeah. why do you have to let like let them play into that trope I, I get that they're young I get that they're young teenagers you know so mm-hmm. there's a not necessarily like a, an excuse to it but there's an understanding there because mm-hmm. I mean like Children feel emotions just yes. like everybody else. And she's been locked away. Yes, and she really, really, really wanted to see Mike. Yeah. And then yeah. she just sees Mike with this girl mm-hmm. and is like, um, okay, bitch. What the fuck? Like, That's my who man. do you think you are? I am. I'm just saying, like, get away from my man. man. But, anyways, I'm really excited to see how they work together in season three because we haven't get gotten to see that. Mm-hmm. But I follow all of the cast on social media and stuff, mm-hmm. and I see Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. and Sadie Sink um, together all the time. They're like best friends, mm-hmm. and they never really work together on set, but they still manage to get along so well, and it's like really adorable to it's see. So cute! So I can't wait to see them act together. I hope they get to be best friends in the show. Because they don't write it that way. I'm going to oh. fight the Duffer Brothers. Okay, I'm going to fight them. There's three things that need to happen in the new Stranger Things season. Yes. Well, first of all, well, Steve let needs a girlfriend. Okay, no, that's not in my, my three, but sure. It could be you. I know where you're going. Me, be my, my, be my boyfriend, my Steve. Top, my top three things are one, um, Hopper and... Oh, my God. Hopper uh, and Joyce need yes, to be together that's, so that's bad. That's the number one thing. Let's just be real. It was... Uh, they've got, like, one. eternal boners for yeah, each other. Just fucking get it over with. God. <laughs> Everyone knows. Second thing, um, what is... Oh, cheese. Cheese. <laughs> oh, cheese. Oh, cheese. What is, what is Will Zephyr? What's his name? I'm going to look it up. Anyways. Anyways. Will. Will... And Eleven need a scene together where they're both awake. Especially because it has been very well established in real life that they are best yeah, friends. Yeah, and they've never had a scene together. They've never had an actual talking like, scene together. Either one is dead or sleeping or, like, in a coma. Like, come on now. And t- and, and three. I don't know how to count. <laughs> three. Um, Sadie Singh's character and Millie Bobby Brown's character should be friends. Yes. Because there's no other girls in the group. Like, it's always been one girl in the group. That is stupid. Very stupid. Let the girls have friends. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I would also like to see more of Eleven's sister. Mm-hmm. And her, her sister, and the experiment sister. And possible other siblings? Yes, yes. That was teased, too. The, yeah. one, thing, the one thing that I just want to put out there right now, um, I am fully backing the theory that Will will turn out to be gay. Oh, yeah. I'm fully backing that theory. Yeah. So I'm just going to say right now on this podcast at 8.58 p.m. Is it 8.58 or 8.56? 8.59. Yeah. 8.59 p.m. Right now, I think Will Byers is gay. Amen. Amen. And so I hope it to be true. Me too. And I also hope uh, that there's a little bit uh, more sexual tension between Billy and Steve. No. Yes. No. Not not that anything happens. I just no. like when there's a little bit of banter between them. I really Don't cream your pants, Billy. Yeah. I love that. Like just Jesus Christ. No. I do think Billy might have a little bit of gay 
gayness in him. He might have a little bit of gayness in him, but until he straightens up his act and stops yeah. being racist, I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Case in point, I don't care how beautiful Dagger Montgomery is. I don't care how much you love his beautiful, shiny mullet. He's a fuck, and he needs to stop being racist. Uh, I don't care if he's being abused. I do care, but I don't care that's not an excuse. Yeah, yeah. So he needs to get some With help. that being said... And he needs to not be mean to Sadie's character. My boy Steve is a good man. My boy Steve. I've, I've always had your back, Steve. I've always been hashtag Team Steve. I really just want to say, I love how we haven't talked about Jonathan at all, because fuck Jonathan. Who? Exactly. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> who's John? Who's exactly. this Jonathan? I just want to say, I love Steve, and even if he doesn't get a girlfriend, I still would love to see more of Mom Steve. Yes, I think Hell he yeah. should hang out with the boys more. Steve, I love you. I love you. I have to Joe say, I, I was a Jonathan girl to begin Aww. with, and it's it's because I used to make bad choices. And Jamie has a type, and her type is very scrawny white boys. It's called losers. It's called losers. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, not to say that he's a loser as a person. Um, Charlie Heaton. Yeah, no. Charlie Heaton. No, I like him. But um, Jonathan also, sucks. Jonathan just is kind of like this, oh, poor me. Yeah. I like him as a brother, but I don't like yeah. him as a romantic partner type person. He still rubs me the wrong way yeah. from taking those inappropriate pictures. There was no reason for him to be taking those pictures. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Could you imagine just like being at a party with your friends, like mm-hmm. a, a small gathering, and you're at the pool and stuff? Look, I already and have issues with, with paranoia. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. So... I feel like we should end it here because it's almost an hour long. But we just wanted to end it on a lighter note. Yeah. Cool. So here's to uh, next year being better. Bing. We'll probably have a, we probably won't have another episode up until after the new year. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's less than a week away. The new year is on Monday. Oh, my God. So is it on Monday? Am I wrong? Um, well, today's the 28th, and it's out a Friday. That was my tooth that I just knocked. Everybody <laughs> love it. That's so what she's doing, folks. um Monday is the thirty first. So January first is Tuesday. Great. <clears throat> so we'll have we'll probably have one up yeah. in the new year. Yeah. We probably won't have one up again this year. But this one has been plenty long and we've talked about a lot of stuff. So oh, you can always oh. revisit. Yes, with that being said, we need to talk about some official stuff. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to make a Twitter page for our podcast because we don't want to be those bitches. Or Facebook, because that's or even Facebook. worse. We, we have a website that the people we pay to stream our podcast mm-hmm. has given us a website. So we have a website that also puts our podcast up there. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to listen to our podcast on Apple's podcast or on SoundCloud or on Google Play or on Spotify... You can go to our website, mm-hmm. which is everythingishappening.simplecast.fm. Yes. And it has both of our Twitters on there. Mm-hmm. But for the record, we will also say our Twitters here. So if you want to follow us. Mm-hmm. So my Twitter is Topaz Jazz, which is T-O-P-A-Z-J-A-S. No spaces, no capitalization. And mine is Dumbass11569. <laughs> What's up? Hey. <laughs> Um, she's just loving having to say that for everybody i really am (laughs) also if you would like um you can send us either twitter dms or you can send 
an email to us at our everything is happening at hotmail.com email, which you can find also on our website. And if you would like to send us feedback or questions or topics that you um, would like us to talk about and add to the jar. By the way, the jar is a real thing. Yes. We didn't make that up. No. I could take a picture and put it on my Twitter if you really (laughs) feel like it. So with that being said, to everyone who has downloaded our first episode, um, it is greatly appreciated. We did not expect to get 24 downloads, which is really super cool. Some of them are from other countries and other continents even. Which is amazing. Which is amazing. So thank you guys for listening. And we will be back again soon. In the new year. In the new year. We are, we're going to start establishing a specific day. So probably towards the end of the week. Probably towards the end of, yeah. the, of the week. And then maybe not the next episode, but the episode after that, we will have a for sure day of the mm-hmm. week that we will be uploading podcasts. And you can expect to hear us, f- hear from us more regularly. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. Yeah. We'll figure out at least, at least it might not be recorded on the day that we upload, but the upload date should be the same. Yeah. We don't need to reveal all our recording podcast secrets. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Some of it like a mystery, you know. Well, if you want to start a podcast, this is how. This is how, and this is everything we've gone through already. Please help us. Anyways, um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys again next week sometime. Yeah. Yep. Have a good New Year's. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. Drink lots of water. Have lots of safe sex. And don't talk to strangers that you wouldn't kiss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Goodbye. Get away from the door. Will you shut up? Get the fuck out of my room. <laughs>